Welcome once again to Devotional. We are starting a new lesson, lesson number four for October 20th to the 26th. And this lesson is for Sabbath, October 20th. The title of this lesson is extremely uh, attractive. It really provoked my curiosity. The key to unity, and it's only it's singular, the key to unity. And yeah, I'm looking forward to digging in. I uh, hope that you will join me. Uh, and if you're thinking, well, how do I get that, this lesson? You can have it right now, actually, with the links uh, beneath the podcast. You can, you'll be directed to either a web browser. You can download it to your phone and you can have access to it at work, wherever you are, because we, we don't leave home without our phones anymore. Um, so uh, you can have access to it right now for free. And also, I want to encourage you, if, if these podcasts have provided any kind of blessing, inspiration, insights, um, share them. Share them with friends and family. You can post them in your social media outlets that others may also come and receive the blessing. I'm, I'm sharing what I've been blessed with. So um, let's dig right in for today. Um, I'm going to let you right off the bat. If you want to listen to any parts of the Bible to help you get uh, your brain simmered, um, soaked um, in the themes of this lesson, Ephesians chapter 1, 2, 4, and 5. Um, I'm going to encourage you to either listen or read through those passages. Actually, since you're leaving only 3 and 6 left, just read the whole book of Ephesians. <laughs> There's six chapters, so you could do it uh, for the week, one chapter a day. Um, so the scripture, the memory scripture comes from Ephesians 1, 9 through 10. And I'm not going to read the whole thing. Paul is very deep. He says a lot here. The only thing I'm going to focus is in the last part where he says that he might gather together, that's God the Father, might gather together in one all things in Christ, both things that are in heaven which and things that are on earth. When we typically think about the gospel and this theme of unity, we think, you know, we talked about, you know, ethnic, social, uh, class unity, how the gospel uh, removes those barriers, how it removes, you know, even denominational barriers. We finished with that last week um, and how it it do do it in in a biblical way. And now we're talking about unity, not just on earth between humans, but unity in heaven. This is going to be a good lesson. Um, I want to start us off with a visual picture of the cost of this unity because uh, when we begin to think about that, that God was not trying to just unite things here on earth, but things in heaven, it lets us know that what sin broke, what sin shattered was not just unity here amongst us humans between us and God. It's a lot bigger. Uh, My wife, when she was working on her PhD at Ohio State University, um, she's a social worker, um, I mean, she loved it, and uh, some of the opportunities that she got were, uh, God's blessed my, me with a wife that is extremely bright, very dedicated. Um, what I love about her is she doesn't flaunt this, um, and so he, when I met her, I was just finishing my associates, <laughs> and I, she, that, that intimidated me. You know, she this is a PhD student, you know, she's way, way ahead of me academically, um, and that attracted me to her. Well, she got an opportunity to go to Poland to do some research and studies over there um, for some of her classes. And so an, an entire semester, her and her best friend, Melissa, were out there uh, not just learning awesome things, but visiting, you know, the different sites uh, the, during the, the Holocaust. There's a lot of good historical um, places to see and Dalinga to see all of those. And 
one of the things that my wife loves to do is um, get gifts to people she loves that's one of her love languages she loves to get gifts and um, my mother-in-law and my my wife are good friends I have a great mother-in-law. God just blessed me all around. Great wife and great mother-in-law. Usually you don't get that. <laughs> uh, you're blessed if you have that. And I am blessed. She got for my mother-in-law a beautiful, unique, intricate glass vase. Um, apparently there's a place in Poland that specializes in these kinds of arts, crafts, the glass creations. And my wife, I mean, she had to fly back, you know, with a whole, and if you've seen us in church, if you think we carry a lot, when we travel, you know, that's, <laughs> that's a caravan. And my wife, you know, she took a lot and she was bringing so many things for people, but that vase, that vase that she had out of all the different ones, she picked the most beautiful one. She, she sacrificed financially. I mean, you think PhD people, people studying for, studying for their PhDs are, you know, wealthy. They're not. They're broke. They're, they're, and they're in debt as well to pay off these studies. My wife sacrificed uh, from all over the place so that she could get this for my mother-in-law. And so from all the way from Poland, it made it back to Ohio. And she kept it there until the holidays where she would once again pack it and take it to Puerto Rico. I mean, it, so many things could, could have gone wrong. This is a glass vase. And she, she hauled it in her backpack uh, or luggage, a uh, carry-on, so that, you know, it wouldn't, number one, get stolen or get broken if she would have done the, the check-in. So finally, it gets to Puerto Rico. And my mother-in-law loved it. Took her breath away. Wow such a precious beautiful gift and it wasn't just that the vase itself i mean i saw it it was not just a breathtaking work of art i mean i i, I i'm an artist too like like a drawing type of artist and um i love seeing these things to see and look for the intricate things the little details that a true artist does this you know this is not from a mold someone made this by hand the thing is though that when i saw it I saw pieces of it. Um, sometime after my wife left, um, my nephew, who was younger, much younger at that time, uh, accidentally bumped it and it came crashing and it shattered. And uh, my mother-in-law didn't know how to break the news to my wife. Eventually, of course, my wife found out and when she saw it, it wasn't just that the vase was precious and beautiful and unique it's all that it took i mean she couldn't go to you know any local store walmart or costco to go and get another one to replace it this was a handmade glass vase made in a town in poland um how, how when would she ever get to go back over there and even if she were to go back over there and even if she were to find that same town and that same shop she would never find that vase that vase that made it through so much a journey and danger and risk all the way to Puerto Rico, a careless moment, and it was shattered. The Bible speaks about that shattering of the unity of, of, of the universe actually starting in heaven. And Christ is central in putting things back together. And I wrote that on, on the side of my lesson that in, in a sense, like that vase, um, it's still, it, it was never put back. And you could say, well, you know, this 
big thick pieces of glass just get some cra crazy glue or something and, and glue it back you know glass there's glues for glass and it could have been done but you know what if you've ever seen a glass vase shatter you don't just get big pieces you get a lot of fine little shards that just disappear they get swept away and so you will never have the exact same thing you will know actually putting it back together highlights its brokenness and so it was humanly impossible to restore that it, it, it would have required a miracle well in Christ we are told by the memory verse that God was seeking to bring back together in Christ all things which are in heaven and which are on earth we're going to start looking at the key of unity not just between us here and the planet planet earth but also how God is reconciling the entire family of all of his creatures both in heaven and here on earth and just one last thought you know if, if we wanted to take this imagery of the vase um, and us our relationships our relationship with God and our relationships with one another as a vase that has been shattered how God puts that together um, it's by the glue of his blood the pieces stick and will never separate because what has now been used to unite this broken vase is the blood of Christ and um, it's not a gruesome picture when you interpret the blood of Christ to mean his sacrifice of love which gives us this one last thought what is the price of unity only the sacrifice of love will do that is what it will cost to have unity in your marriage, a sacrifice of love. That is what it will take to have a, a unity in your church, a sacrifice of love. Because that's what it took God to unite the brokenness that sin had brought to the universe. Through the sacrifice of His Son Jesus, through His blood, God is reconciling and can reconcile our lives. Praise God.